0: I would like to uh, talk about these three papers, summarize them, and then we'll ask questions. Uh, first, we have Sharada, uh, who spoke about, uh, uh, rejoinder to at Rasathir. And she talks about what Pollock says and what she doesn't. She talks about the Chachashthastikalas, where she talks at a particular world called Pratibha. Pratibha, Vitpathyya, Nabhyasa. Are the three terms given by Jagannath Pandit Raya? And say, he defines Pratibha as Navanavonmesha Shalini Pratibha. See, when you listen to, for example, like Dr. Balamurali Krishna or somebody, he does not sing the same song in the same way at another venue. Even after 15 minutes gap, if you want him to sing the same song again, it will be totally different. That is called Pratibha. Pratibha is creativity and Vitpatti is productivity. A lot of us produce a lot of things, not necessarily out of creativity. And Abhyasa is practice. So these three components are a part of... Uh, and then she talks about the vipralambha and Vibhava. Vibhava is so scientific and so beautifully defined by Bharata that he even classifies it into, into two, the Alambana Vibhava and the Uddipana Vibhava. So there we come to that, and then um, poetry, and she talks about the Kanta Samhita of pages. This is this, this is a completely you know a digressed, deviated, deflected view of Western scholars. They take out of context a text and translate it and make us understand this in their their view. Our scholars read those books and come back and talk to us in their language. That is the paradox. Now you have uh, rasa numbers and the Sanchari-Bhavas numbers. And in an evolution process, bharata ashtau natye rasa smrta aha. He says, there are only eight rasas in the Natashastra. Then we get, the, there are some people, I will talk to th- those things about tomorrow in my plenary session, but the number of rasas, what is wrong in number of rasas go, go up as he proved not. See, there were 16, up to 16 rasas people have added. They said, you know, mother's love to child is not reflected in Sanghara, or you know, a devotion to God is not reflected in uh, in any of the rasas. So they, they went up to the number of 16. Similarly, Sanchari Bhavas have also gone up. I appreciate Sharada's uh, um, uh, wonderful analysis and the, and the way she talked about, took some quotations and uh, dispelled. And destroyed the theories of Sheldon Boler. Then we come to Charu. And there was a question about, uh, at the end of it, uh, you asked the question how a Rashika can be made. A Rashika is not made. Rashika, you know, there are so many different kinds of uh, uh, ways to understand, you, unless you have a wavelength with what's happening. Rasika is not one who does not have a wavelength. And then Bharata says, there is nothing without Rasa in the world. Nahi Rasa Dhrute Pravartate, he says. There is nothing at all which is not which is devoid of Rasa. Then the question of uh, Bollywood to Natashastra to Bollywood. Nothing wrong if you use Rasa anywhere and everywhere. There is nothing absolutely wrong because of this definition that there is nothing without Rasa in the world. And the very concept of the Natya, Natya Shastra begins with this uh, axiom that you know Indra and other gods go to Brahma and ask him, please remember this in quotation, kridaniyaka iqchamo dhrishyam sravyancha yadbhavet. They have not asked for teaching morals. They did not ask for giving a message. They said, kridaniyaka iqchamo, entertainment. So, even today, you want to add something, you know, give a message to the society, please do so. But the most important ingredient of any dance or drama or a performing art should be entertainment. drishyam, chayad bhavet. That is one thing. And also, he does not confine these people to only to elite class. He says, Shokarthanam, Dukkhaarthanam, Samarthanam. You see, people who are tired, people who are, at the end of the day, Want some kind of an entertainment? That is where the rasa is created, he says. And the and the definition of sutradhara, who measures the land, is something very ridiculous. Because what is sutradhara? Sutradhara is one who carries the thread of the story, not the thread in physical form to measure the ground and theatre. That is another thing. And then I come to this young man's, uh, Kartik Joshi. Kartik Joshi, what is your mother tongue? The word rasa cannot be translated. There are so many Sanskrit words, you cannot translate them into um, English. Don't try to find an English equivalent. So, you know, if rasa is sentiment, then what is bhava? If rasa is emotion, then what is bhava? And then there is also the, he has viewed it from the point of view of philosophy, aesthetics, and art. Anuvamsa shlokas. This is a very, very important concept of Bharata. Bharata, like any others, chooses chapter 6, to talk about what he is dealing with in Nata Shastra. He does not say in the first chapter, these are all the components in Nata Shastra. He goes to chapter 6 and says, Rasa, Bhava, Abhinaya, Dharmivritti, Pravuruttaya, Siddhiswarata, Tatojya, Ganam, Rangancha, Sangraha. He gives 11 topics and says, these are the topics I am dealing with in Nata Shastra, in chapter 6. Because for him, chapter 6 is the pivotal chapter, that is the most important chapter. And there, he quotes these Anuvamsaya Slokas. He does not say whose slokas are that, but he says the ancestors, the Puravacharyas, the Anuvamsaya Slokas, he quotes. And for us, there is, an, uh, there is a evidence in Panini's uh, Astadhyayi where he quotes, he gives two names of, an, of ancestors of Bharata, who are called Natasutras. And their names are Krishashwa and Shilalin. These are the names given in Astadhyayi. And then you get this uh, um, various components of you know that he spoke about, that Children Paul spoke about. Is a is a mere translation of this shloka from the Natyashastra, Natat Shastram, Natatshilpam, Nasakala, Nasakala, na, 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 Nasavidya, Nasakala, Nasa Yogaha, Karma, Natyachmanya, Nadrushit. There is no component of branch of knowledge. Which is not reflected in dance or or drama or in depicting rasa. Natat Shastram, Natat Chilpam, Nasa Vidya, Nasa Kala, Nasa Yogaha, Natat Karma, Natyasminya, Nadrishyate. It's an enveloping, you know, it it covers and envelops every branch of knowledge. Then you get this, uh, he talks about uh, uh, the very Pandora's box. He just tried to open it and i want to there are there differences of opinions on this whether a performer should experience the rasa or not whether a dancer should experience the rasa and the answer lies in the the character what is the sanskrit word for character patra a patra carries rasa it does not taste rasa whether you have gulab jamun in this or poison in this it only carries it has no business to experience rasa. That is one view. That is predominantly the view because if a, if a dancer in a group dance or if a dancer in a particular emotion gets lost in that emotion, what happens to the next part, next character, next, next, uh, next part of the dance? So there is a limit where you can experience. You are, you are only a patra carrying, that is why abhinaya, the word abhinaya is that's why very, very important. Abhinaya comes from the two words, naya to lead, abhi towards. You are leading the audience towards experiencing rasa. That's why it's called abhinaya. And you do it with four different aspects. These are vachika abhinaya through your words, angika abhinaya your physical gestures, aharika abhinaya through your makeup, and sattvikika abhinaya through your, your emotional attitude, your expression. That is why Bhava is also divide, defined by Bharata as Vaganga Bhinayo so Petaha Bhavaha. See, for example, you say Sri Ramachandra Krupala Bhajamana, Navakanjalochana, Kandyamukka, Karakanja, Padakanjaruna. You see a lotus ice, lotus face if, if I speak this in a in a country where nobody understands what is Navakanja Lochana, Navakanja, Kanyamukha, Karakanja, Padakanjaruna, they don't understand the words. So this walk through words you express. Anga abhinayo peta. When you don't understand the language, you say Navakanja lochan, kanja mukha, karakanja, then padakanja arun. So that is how, this is, this is what is uh, defined by that. And the patra is uh, very beautifully bought. And the Sheldon Pollock says, why rasa is taste? Because tastes differ. Do you taste, I mean, my taste is different from you, my experience of rasa is different from you. You go to, you know, that is why it's very beautifully said in the real world, happiness is happiness, sorrow is sorrow. And in a performance, even sorrow is happiness. And all people in the audience will not experience rasa in the same level because of their sahurudaya, the, the extent that you are, your maturity. And you yourself will not experience the same experience when, the, when you go to a second time or a third time. You may like a gulab jamun and you eat it ten. Twenty can you? You don't like it. So, there is some limit, there is some expression, there is some definition, there is a there is a confined, uh, you know, constraint where you cannot cross beyond that. So, that is why rasa is called taste because of that. And rasana, the very word tongue is called rasana in science, not the tetra pack, but rasana. Rasana is the tongue, because you know, that one and a half inches place, only that tastes the thing. You put it here, you don't know the taste, and there are so many people who take tablets right into their throat, without touching the tongue. Because the tablets are sore, you know, if the tablet is, you know, is very bad in taste, they directly put it in the throat and you know. Why? Because the taste comes from that word, that's why rasana is called rasana, and rasa is called from because of that. These are an etymological connections that we should understand before we understand what is rasa. I appreciate this wonderful young man's uh, set theory, pro, you know, by which he talks about, uh, you know, the number of rasas. Now we have any questions. We have, I wanted to, yeah, we have three minutes more for questions. Yeah. Question for him or question for me? Uh,
1: I wanted to add to something that a quotation of Polak that he put up. Go there,
0: go there and answer it or you come here and answer. I can use the
1: Thank you karthik i really enjoyed your presentation i just wanted to add something to one of the quotations that you had put up uh, of uh, pollock's where he is says i give you advice don't get carried away by the figures of speech so as to spoil the uh, basic rasa i want to point out that uh, pollock is uh, 100 percent borrowing from the indian writers uh, normally, when we read uh, treatises on um, the poetics, the, uh, not the dance, not the performing arts uh, texts, but the uh, literary texts which are not uh, so commonly read now, there is always a, a dosha uh, chapter on the defects to avoid. And uh, that is he is clearly taking somebody's idea and claiming it to be his which is deplorable. It is totally deplorable. I'm 100% sure. I'm not able to say which text, sir but uh, in the context of the Gita we're going through so many uh, texts on uh, poetic theory it is amazing how uh, the chapter on defects actually understands, uh, helps you understand so much more. Because if the poet is consistent, we don't spot the uh, unpleasant thing. But if he does Something wrong, we immediately spot it. And the other question of how to do, uh, how, how can a rasika be developed? I think uh, with uh, more familiarity, like uh, Charu very nicely showed with uh, classical music, the more we know the subject, the more our sensibilities uh, improve. I just wanted to mention that that uh, quotation is a total plagiarism.
0: Thank you, Madam. Any more questions? One question. Please. Yeah.
2: Namaste, sir. My name is Meg Kalyanasundra. The question is to you, and for my understanding, uh, this is about the centrality of sacredness to rasa. Uh, should that be seen as a as a how how does one see sacred in the concept in the, in the context of rasa?
0: When when he when when he defines shrungar, Bharata says anything pious and sacred is shrungar. So, what is our attitude, our, our understanding of shrungara is totally different from Bharata shrungara. If you see a peacock dancing, that is shrungara. If it is, if you see a baby smiling, that is shrungara. That is the kind of definition he has given. If you want to ca- call it sacred, you can. But I would call it pious and pure. Yes. Any other questions? we don't have any other questions, I think this session is over now. And we meet after lunch and there are three more papers on Rasa in the same place, after 50 minutes from now. Now, before I give the questions time, I want to summarize these three papers and tell you some of the things that are very importantly discussed by these people. Gopinath talks about uh, sadharani karna. It's a very, you know, looking at rasa from a very different angle. How a scientist, how a a computational theory of rasa can be, you know, thought about. At least the concept is so different from one another. But it is so very interesting to understand from the technical point of view how this this is uh, taken by him. But you know. The concept of Vakrothi and Dhani are so very important in the Alankar Shastra. Dhani basically does not mean uh, uh, crookedness or Vakrothi does not mean crookedness. That's not the meaning. Uh, both, almost, uh, you know, Dhani definition, if you take from Ananda Vardhana, he says, Yatra Shabdaha Ardhava tamardham Ardha swarthah, Nikrata kavya Yantaha Kavya riti Saddhvanirithi Suribhikkajitaha That means, where the Shabda and Ardha both lose their identity. You know, there is one sloka he gives, very beautiful sloka Anuragavati Sandhya. Yes. Divasaha tatpuraswaraha. Aho daivagati khidruku tadapi nasamagamaha. You know, the evening, the twilight in the Sandhya is Anuragavati. Sandhya is feminine. Divasaha is masculine. He says Sandhya and Divasaha are opposite to each other, close to each other. Anuragavati, she is in love with him. And she is red in colour. Aho Deva Gati Kidruka Tadhapina Samagama. before she reaches him, the sun sets. Tadhapina Samagama. That is kind of beauty that is explained in Dhani. Ah Saraswati, know Saraswati Swadatada Dhavatavya Samanya Bhaviran punarvise. Uh, Danyaloka talks about such wonderful concepts of not talking, you know, subtlety is the name of literature. If you say, you see, they say a poet went to a king and asked him, uh, uh, Bhujanandehi Rajendra Guruta Supa he said, uh, he said, it's not just because it is meter, it does not become poetry. It has to have some subtlety. So he has to say, like uh, the curd, like the moonlight, like the fame of you. That's what he says. <laughs> ch- ch- he says, Dhadi means, you know, the curd. The color of dadi should be like your your fame, which is like Sarath Chandra Chandrika. The, the uh, uh, Purnima kind of uh, moonlight. So that is what is Vakrakti, that is what is. Uh, that is what is rasa actually. See, what you are trying to understand from different angles is, when Ganesh spoke about, he talked about allied subjects like Ayurveda. And then when Sri Jit talks about, he also talks about some of these things like, you know, uh, Kala. He talks about Drishya, uh, Shravya Kavyas. I don't understand how myoscopic the, the Western scholars are. And Ganesh very aptly describes them, their ignorance, arrogance, and rust. See, they see one thing, and they don't. They are not able to see the evolution of Rasa theory. In, uh, as I told you in the morning, that Pratibha also, I, 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 I Jagannath de- described describe that as Navanavan Pratibha. So those are the kind of components which, are, which should understand while dealing with the Rasa theory. And these Western scholars with their two agendas for them. One is, they read that book and nothing else, and they read one particular translation by one particular author who might have done some mistakes. Those mistakes they carry out very faithfully, and call it uh, their scholarship. They don't even recognize that scholar whose mistake they have carried out. So these are the kinds of things that we have, and uh, this Rasa theory six papers. Have really thrown light on the positive aspects of our uh, traditional outlook on rasa. Srijit, particularly, have done a marvelous job. And Ganesh, of course, need not be, you know, he is a, he's a Chatavadani and, uh, and a very wonderful scholar in various subjects. And the Natyashastra, you know, Natyashastra does not claim that it is the rasa theory beginning. Rasa theory, as I said in the morning, is that there are anuvamsa slokas in chapter six and seven which Bharata attributes to the earlier ancestors, and he does not call them. And as I said in the morning again, Panini talks about two natasutras before Bharata Krsna and Shilalan. So there are hundreds of uh, uh, process of evolution that we have gone through, and this rasa theory just don't take one book and say it is confined to natya. It cannot be taken to kavya. There is a very myopic kavya. When I talk in the plenary session tomorrow, I'll talk more about that. Thank you very much for uh, the six papers. If there are any questions, only focused questions, not paragraph questions. Yeah, there is one question, srijit This is
2: more, more like an observation rather than a question. Uh, and I would like to thank you, uh, Professor, um, for uh, picking up the Issue of translation and how misleading translation sometimes can be. And I would like to point it out to um, Professor Gopinath uh, that uh, you have mentioned this uh, uh, from the Rasa Sutra of B- Bharata that Vibhava, Anubhava, Vyavichari, Samyogadra, Sanishpatihi. And uh, I dared not translate this particular sutra because there are three terms Vibhava, Anubhava, and Vyavichari Bhava, which are well defined by uh, Bharata. Exactly, Yoga and Nishpatti.
0: And there, is, and a, there is a lot of, the of discussion on of, the word Nishpatti also. And because of
2: that, there are three, four different schools Bhattalolata, Acharya Shamkuka, Bhattanayaka, and Acharya Abnavu. Okay.
0: Okay, Shriji, that is answered. Okay, thank you. This question is the last one more question there. Yeah. So this question comes from a computational models viewpoint, totally from a computer science background. Uh, question to Dr. Professor Gugnath is Have you tried? Putting this in a little more formal, rigorous way, the computational model of rasa, and have you elaborated out on the use cases that you kind of shared, or is this the beginning of a big work that's going to be there? No, it's, the beginning. Okay, yes. it's a big answer. Then let's talk to the other question. Answer has been given already. The, the last question for the day.
3: My name is Pranav Kumar. Uh, my question is primarily with respect to pratibha, which got uh, reflected in. Varieties of these presentations. How do we describe pratibha without any uh, alluding to a notion of samskara, which I thought is what Professor Polak is trying to attempt by bringing in the sense of political and trying to shift all things which are to do with samskaras, which could be janmantargata.
0: That's not a question. Committed. You have answered the question yourself.
3: No, but that's a question uh, which is the quest which I believe Professor Pollock is to be understood uh, in terms of his approach. No, no, this could be desacralizing. This could as well be saying, could I actually speak of Indian theories without any sense of samskara?
0: Yeah, that is what it is. See, the Alankar Shastras need to be studied in hope. There, there should be a comprehensive study before you make a. Book like this and talk about Rasa by itself, and the aesthetic, uh, uh, the aesthetic, uh, the aesthetics of India is something that is not confined to one particular book. It is, it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's an evolution over a period of centuries, and that has not, that has been ignored by these the Western scholars. Pratibha, for that matter, as I said, you know, you should read Rasaangaadra and its translation. And when I talk about translation series, that's a wonderful thing. First time when I was, you know, I was living in a very remote village somewhere in Karnataka. And I was a student of MA Sanskrit. And we were prescribed this with, with this book or I wanted to get some kind of a translation. Because there is no Sanskrit, I was the only Sanskrit scholar in the area. So when I got this book, see the text and the translation. The text is Ramanayardha Pratypadaka Shabdha Kavyam. And translation is Ramanayadha Shabdaka Pratypadha Shabda hai. So, what, what will you, you do with that kind of translation? <laughs> so, Vibhava, Anubhava, Abhichari, Sanyogat, Rasnishpati has never been translated because it has to be explained. There are, see, there are aphorisms, like H2SO4 cannot be translated. You have to say what is H, what is SO4, what is the valency and why it becomes H2SO4. Or K2CR2O7, potassium dichromate, you know, understood by scientists. But you know, for, the, for that reason, we need an avinavagupta to translate and give commentary to us. That is the process in which you know all the Alankarikas have given expansive definitions, but only definitions. You have to go through each term again. So, it cannot be translated. Only say, the combination of Vibhava, Anubhava, Sanchari Bhavas will create rasa. That is the translation which does not make any sense. Because what is Vibhava, what is Anubhava, what is Sanchari Bhava? And there are people who will ask questions like, you know, one question that has been asked. How many bhavas are there? How many bhavas are there? That is not a question because that is why Bharata gives only eight thayi bhavas, eight sattik bhavas, and thirty-three Sanchari bhavas. Bhavas cannot be counted, and the definition also does not include the you know bhavas or you know uh, thayi bhavas, sattayi, bhavas also. Vibhava, anubhava, Vibhichar, These three only are taken for the sake of a definition. That is the reason why. These things have to be kept in mind when you talk about these things, and uh, a translation truncated translations, myopic translations will lead mislead people. Thank you very much for this session. I had one thing
2: sir. Uh, that me and some of my friends in different centers and uh, departments uh, of comparative
0: literature and translation
2: across West Bengal, we are trying to work on a new theory of translation which has untransla- untranslatability as an aspect of translation. Even so today, that's what yes, is happening. Actually, exactly.
0: Uh, Three months ago, we met here in IGNCA. There is no translation for Abhinav Bharati so far. And we wanted to translate. And so, there are 10-15 scholars gathered together. There is some confusion going on about it, because they wanted to give one chapter, two chapters to each one of them. So, it will become a mess if there are 10, 10 cooks making one dish. So, let us see what happens. Thank you very much. To help me, you can do two things. You can go to the subscribe button on my YouTube and subscribe. We need more subscribers there. Uh, Secondly, I get lots of emails on people saying how do we donate, how can we help you. Uh, You go to rajimalhotra.com or you go to infinityfoundation.com and you can hit the donate button. You can donate in dollars. There are different ways mentioned. If you want to donate in rupees, there is a column called uh, Infinity Foundation India and you click that and there are instructions on how you can donate in India.